Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio today. We want you to get a jump start on your Mississippi getaway by going to visitmississippi.org. And many of you might choose a vacation site based on where you can get out and stretch your legs or run a little bit and get it, log in a few miles while you're out on vacation. And you're probably going to want to hear some of those best spots in Corinth from our guest who's joining us today on Good Things. If you take your browser over to supertalktv.com, you'll see I'm not alone. I got Miss Jennifer Russell Jeffcoat. Mm-hmm. She's an avid endurance runner in Corinth, Mississippi. Hey, Jennifer. Good afternoon, Rebecca. I love all the medals that are hanging behind you there in your office <laughs> in Corinth. How many total do you know Thank have you, you completed? Uh, yeah, I, I don't actually know, uh, probably, I don't know, 20, I, I don't know. I, I stopped counting, to be honest with you. Um, I don't blame then, like, you. Some of them, you, <laughs> just looking at all of, of the bling. medals, some of them, you get, um, a belt buckle if you do like a, a 50 mile or a hundred mile or so. Um, but it is, I do like the bling. I'll be honest with you. I do like, um, earning medals. The medals and the T-shirts are two things that will get runners up when it's really cold or very hot outside uh, to complete a race. But I love your story, Jennifer. One, because you're racing for mm-hmm. for a special purpose. But two, because you started later in life. And I know many wouldn't find mm-hmm. late 30s or mid 40s as being, you know, late in life. I know that's still midlife for many. Um, but still, most feel like if you haven't picked a sport by the time you're in your teens or early 20s, then you've missed the boat. So share with us Mm -hmm. how you got started running races. Sure. Well, first of all, I was never an athlete in school at all. I tried, you know, softball or tennis. and I was horrible at everything I tried. Um, And so when I, um, I moved to Corinth, there is a huge running community here. And I was just always intrigued at seeing them run up and down the street. And I noticed that some were faster than others. I thought, "Hmm, okay, that's kind of cool. And of course, we have our Coke 10k here, which is the largest 10k race in the state of Mississippi. And so I just decided that I would give it a go and try. And so um, I was not yet 40, but I started just running. And I always tell people, it's just putting one foot in front of the other and just starting uh, a half a mile or, or whatever it takes for you to feel comfortable and in your body and um, to have fun. That's really the main thing. And so I did that and I started um, with just one mile and then three. And then I finished the 10K, which is six miles. And I got that runner's high that day. And I thought, ooh, I kind of like the way this feels. And I thought, well, what's next? And then that's how I, I got started in running is just um, 
literally, and I can remember thinking, I will never make it through this race. This is 6.1 miles. I'm going to die. And, uh, but I did and I enjoyed it. And here I am. Here you are today, which having finished, uh, I'm sure multiple 10 Ks along the way, but your next step mm-hmm. was a half marathon. Mm-hmm. And then your next, I think you yeah. went to full, which most runners, myself included, when you go through sort of, you know, the, the process of checking things off of your list, you start with a 5K, mm-hmm. 10K, half marathon. You get to that marathon mark, if you ever get to there, because many of us do the half marathon, Jennifer, and say, I'm never turning around and going back. I mean, I made it to the finish line, but you didn't even stop there. So as you were progressing after each sort of milestone, next would be the half marathon, then the marathon, where you just, did you know you just had a little bit more in you? Yeah, that's exactly when it happened and how it all started when I started doing ultras. So my first half marathon was at St. Jude. And I thought, you know, oh, my goodness, I've done 6.1. And here I jumped to 13.1. And I was watching the the full marathoners, the 26.2 miles people, you know, and I thought, Oh my gosh, that is so amazing. I, I want to know if I can do that. And so I just started training. And then the next year I did the full marathon at St. Jude. And I always encourage people to run St. Jude in Memphis. It is an amazing race and they're, they have cheerleaders like no other race. Um, and so I finished 26.2 and still had stuff, still had energy in my tank. And I thought, mm, I haven't found my limit yet. And that's what it got me in trouble was, where what is what is my limit and that's why i told my husband i'm like i want to find my limit and that's what took me on my ultra running journey and so at that point i just started training for 50k which is um 31 miles and so i did a 50k and still did not feel satisfied and so i did a 50 miler and I thought, this is really cool. And um, then I went on to do 100K, which is 61 miles. Still thought, okay, this is, I, I still need a challenge. And so I ran 100 miles in 2019 in Tunnel Hill. <laughs> and and the, my biggest question that I get is like all at once. And I said, yes, it took me 28 hours to complete 100 miles. I did not stop except for just to grab a burger at mile um, like 20. I don't even remember. And then I ate a pancake at mile 71. But I found my limit. Um, I could if you would have asked me at at mile 100, why don't you go one more mile? I would have said, Nope, (laughs) I can't do it. I found my limit. My limit is 100 miles. And I promised my husband that I would never do that again. It wrecked my body. It took me a a long time to recover, but it was an amazing journey training for it and um, running alongside my friends that were helping me along the journey. And I, um, yeah, so I completed 100 miles, and that is, Girlfriend, that is my limit. you and deserved more <laughs> than a hamburger and a pancake for running 100 miles <laughs> while running it. And at the end, it was funny because they, gave, they give you a belt buckle when you run an ultra. And I was like, 
a belt buckle. Like, I am never going to wear this thing. <laughs> so, And I got a jacket and I got a jacket to wear. And so that was kind of cool. But I, I always just wanted to, to do more and to run more. And I found my limit. And so now because I found my distance limit, I'm now working on my speed. And so that's where um, I, I am now is I'm wanting to become a faster runner. Where where did you run the 100 miler? Because I know there's actually one in Mississippi. I think it's in central Mississippi. Mm-hmm. It's the Big Butts. I think that's, or is it? I may have the name, I may have the name wrong. No, I think you're right. I think, I think you're right. Yeah, I know. Could you imagine wearing that T-shirt, though? Yes, and it's actually it's also I think like in the dead of the Mississippi um, heat, and the the and the exact name is um, it's escaping me, but um, I'm sure we can find that out, or the text line will let us know. Um, but so, where did you go to run your hundred miles, Jennifer? Yes, so I went to Vienna, Illinois, and ran the Tunnel Hill. It's a Durban race that uh, Mr. I cannot remember his first name, but Durban is the race director. He put on an amazing race. Um, I We started, I think, like at 6 a.m. in the morning. So I ran through all that day through the night. And the hardest part about that race was uh, day uh, when when the sun ca- was coming back up because my body was like, okay, it's time to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, I didn't have enough time. I was so scared. There was a 30-hour cutoff. So if you did not complete that 100 miles in 30 hours, then they would pull you or pull your bib and you would get and did not finish a DNF, which as a runner, that's, you know, that's something you never want to do. And so I knew I was going to be close. And, and so when I, when I um, finished at 28 hours, I looked back and I thought, well, I could have grabbed a 20-minute nap here or there, but I was just too nervous to. Yeah, you so, wouldn't have yeah. slept. But it was in Illinois. You mean you, you would have you would have gone <laughs> yeah. straight in either you wouldn't have slept and you'd have been anxious those 20 minutes, mm-hmm. Jennifer, or you mm-hmm. would have gone completely zonked out. And then I cannot mm-hmm. fathom the thought of you getting that close and almost tasting it and then feel mm-hmm. like you had to start right. back over. <laughs> Yeah, to be so able to get your I got a safety buckle. runner um, at, at mile 20. Uh, when I had 24 miles left, they let me have a safety runner. And that's because, you know, you just get delirious. And so I had a friend run the last 24 miles with me. And so, but before that, when I ate my waffle, I sat there and I closed my eyes and my friend was like feeding me. You know, I had my eyes closed and she was feeding me just so I could just rest my eyes. And then Another friend came alongside me and um, ran the last 24 miles with me. But it was a really cool experience. You call it that. I love. You call it a journey, Jennifer. But I also know there's a spiritual component to your journey and running. And I'd love to get to that coming up next here on Good Things. Safe says the Browning safes have arrived. Too many, in fact. Security Joe's warehouse is bursting at the seams, and he's having a huge sale to make room for his Hummer. 
For a limited time only, choose a Browning Sporter, Rawhide, Hog, or Silver Series gun safe, all with overstock price discounts. Take advantage of a special shipment of Browning Hog 49 gun capacity safes, discounted hundreds of dollars just for this sale. Whether you need a high-capacity safe for that expensive gun collection or have just a few guns, important paper, jewelry, or cash, Discount Gun Safe has something to fit any size and budget. Need it delivered? If you live less than 100 miles from the store, delivery starts at just $100. Put your tax refund to good use by purchasing a Browning safe at the lowest prices of the year. See these and other safes by visiting the showroom of Discount Gun Safe. 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, Mississippi, or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Things wants to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi in 2022. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're finding out more about Jennifer Russell Jeffcoat's adventure of going from a 10K there in Corinth, I think it was in 2013, all the way to running 100 mm-hmm. miles. When, what year was your 100 miler, Jennifer? Uh, 19, 2019. 2019, and the journey along the way. And wow, it was such a journey it was. Mm -hmm. And I read, too, where you had a simple mantra that sort of kept you in the zone or at least focused during those years of you trying to find your limit, as you said, with running miles. Mm -hmm. What was your mantra? 
Well, I have several of them actually, but um, I just I just run because I can, and I know that one day I won't be able to. So I don't um, I don't take the fact that I can run for granted. I'm very grateful for the ability to run, and um, as long as I can, as long as God will allow me, I will. I know your day job is running after little kids for the children's mm-hmm. ministry there at First Baptist uh, in Corinth. Yeah. And so how has this sort of journey just sort of also deepened your your spiritual mm-hmm. health? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, I am a children's minister, and so it's so much more than just chasing after kids. It's being a leader of a flock. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to serve as a children's minister here. I've been here since 2009. And so I've really watched a lot of kids grow up. In fact, my first boy that I was born in my ministry is in sixth grade. And and so I'm like, what? Like, that's crazy. And so, um, but I, um, I decided like, well, like my first year that I was here, I, I took the kids to camp and I couldn't keep up after them. Like I was huffing and puffing and trying to run after them. And I was like, this is crazy. Like I am not in good enough shape to do this. And that's really also what kind of sparked my, you know, my health journey is that I wanted to feel young and I wanted my kids to, to see that I was young enough and spunky enough to um, run after them and keep up with them. And so that's another component of why I wanted to get healthier and why I started running. And uh, so, yeah, ministry is, uh, is an amazing blessing. It can be tough at times, but I really feel like um, it, running gives me an outlet. Um, it, it gives me a chance to get out. And I usually always run in the mornings. And so it kind of just sets the tone for the day. I get up. First of all, I thank God for the ability to run and another day of life. And then I lace up my shoes and just um, the spiritual journey that running has put me on. It's just been an amazing experience. I've cried on the side of the road, you know, I've prayed and, and I've looked down on my watch and I've, I've already run like, you know, four or five miles. I didn't even realize it because it was just a conversation of just God and I. And um, I've had some very worshipful experiences and um, along are on the road. And uh, I, I love that. I love that about running. You don't even have to run necessarily to experience that. There's a great uh, mm-hmm. nationwide um, organization called Girl Trek. They're really uh, popular here in central Mississippi and beyond statewide. And they just talk about getting outside and getting that fresh air and getting in your 30 mm-hmm. minutes walk a day and using mm-hmm. it as an opportunity to, to also have prayer and fellowship. And I think mm-hmm. so many of us uh, uh, take for granted just what 30 minutes fresh air of movement can do to like clear our thoughts, clear our mind Absolutely. and re- mm-hmm. and recenter us. And you may start, you know, it's still one foot in front of the other, Jennifer. It just, you know, not everybody mm-hmm. wants to run the hundred miles. Right. <laughs> and you don't ever want to do it again. Well, I don't do you? want to either anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think that that is, you know, one thing that we all have to take time for ourselves and it may be walking it may be yoga and whatever it is, find your outlet, find a, uh, something for self-care but also a way to connect with um, with God you know and um, I know that when yoga first came out you know it was like oh I don't know about that but um, there's even um, I, I think it all depends on your heart and your focus on um, on your spiritual journey as well 
Well, we all are interested, too. And where did you run those hundred? Like, how did you prep for it? Are there good trails around Corinth that you lace up your shoes and then mm. get out and enjoy? I mean, those are some monotonous days and miles. Like, <laughs> usually the event's <laughs> tough, but even for a marathon, which is mm-hmm. only 26.2 miles, it's the training runs mm-hmm. that sometimes you need the most, mm-hmm. um, you know, encouragement for. So where were you running in Corinth? Well, the Coke route, uh, the, I, I cannot tell you how many, I can literally run the Coke route with my eyes closed. Um, and because it would be dark, you know, early mornings, I still run, you know, way before um, daylight sets in. And, um, but what's really cool is um, I have friends that um, they have strengths in um, like planning routes and stuff. And so I would say, hey, like I need 12 miles today or I need 19 miles today. And so I have a friend that that she coordinates all of that and you can upload it to your Garmin and it's just really cool. And so um, I've run a, a lot of miles on Highway 350 headed to Pickwick. Those hills are amazing training opportunities out there. Uh, the Coke route is my favorite, I'll be honest with you. Um, I am actually not, I do not favor trails. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have friends that love trail running and I just, don't and this hundred miler was not on trails it was on like a pea gravel road like um it's called rails to trails um and so i'm not one that likes to run in the woods but we have amazing trails around here i just prefer the road and so i did most of my uh training on the road and i would try to find like if i needed to run a marathon for my training run i would try to find a race you know close by so i could at least get a medal and a you know and a t-shirt for it and so i did a lot of um of races in training for that hundred miles well it's definitely an inspirational story that all started with your run there um for the corinth coke Mm -hmm. run which is the annual 10k when is that when when Mm -hmm. in the year is the coke run there in corinth yeah, it's the first Saturday in May, so it's May 7th this year. I have to do a plug for it. Um, so Coach Kenneth Williams is um, the the main person that um, leads our running community here in Corinth. He's absolutely amazing runner. He's run over 100 marathons, uh, run Boston. He's just He's just amazing. And so, um, but he um, directs the Coke 10K and it is May 7th and you can sign up at runsignup.com. And, if you and can, it's only like 25 bucks. Oh, that's, and you get a t-shirt and a medal and you get to and be you a, get a t-shirt. <laughs> and get to be a part of something cool. The fact that it's the largest 10K in um, in Mississippi. If someone's listening to mm-hmm. good things today, Jennifer, and they're, and they're inspired by your story, but they hear 100 miles, that's crazy, but now six doesn't sound so bad, right? Like, we hear you've ran 100, <laughs> six is like, oh, I could, I might could do that. What's your encouragement to get folks uh, trying something new out of their comfort zone like you did? Yeah. Well, I always tell people, whatever scares you, you should try. I still have things that scare me, like trying to qualify for Boston scares me and that's what gets me going also is trying to find a goal that takes you out of your comfort zone and stop don't compare yourself to other people like it is you versus you what you did you know yesterday or you know last saturday or your last race stop don't compare yourself 
to other people um, because there's always going to be somebody that's faster than you or has accomplished more. Um, I have a friend that runs 140 miles or two. I mean, like he just runs like crazy amount of miles. And so you have to embrace your journey. And um, and that's what I always tell people is don't compare yourself with anybody else because as running as a big book, we're just on different chapters. And so whatever it is that intrigue, intrigues you, try it. I am not good at, at yoga at all. Like I am, <laughs> I'm trying yoga and that's taking me out of my comfort zone, but I know that it'll make me a better runner. So just, just have a goal and work toward it and, and just don't compare yourself to other people. Now, most runners also get into the hobby for the after-run snacks and food mm-hmm. and meals and fellowships. <laughs> yeah. So I need to know that you mm-hmm. ate more than a hamburger and a waffle when you finished your 100-miler, oh Jennifer. Or what's your go-to after a good long <laughs> training run or race? Oh, well, first of all, that's the best thing about ultra running is that you eat all the time. Um, I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and Reese cold Reese's Pieces cups. I love Reese's cups and um, a Dr. Pepper. I will treat myself to a Dr. Pepper. Um, and then also, depending on how many miles I've I ran that day, I really like a good hamburger. I think you have earned every single one of those, Jennifer. And if we come out May 7th for the Corinth Coke Run, will you be there for this one? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All righty. Well, that's May 7th. If people want to put that on their calendars and get out of their comfort mm-hmm. zone and come run with Jennifer, you can do that. I appreciate your time. Thanks, girl. Congratulations. Thanks. All right. You guys. Thanks stick- for having me. Yeah. You stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, high near 68. Tonight, a 20% chance of rain, low around 61. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 79. And for your finally Friday, 30% chance of rain, high only the 54. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Get ready for Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Mississippi State versus the University of Southern Mississippi, March 2nd. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com or the Trustmark Park box office. Fun for the whole family. Get your tickets now. Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Mississippi State versus the University of Southern Mississippi, March 2nd. More games to come. Ole Miss versus the University of Southern Mississippi, April 5th. And the Governor's Cup, Mississippi State versus Ole Miss, April 26th. A Spectrum Event Production. The five-star reviews keep rolling in for Trust Care Kids in Gluckstadt with praises like amazing, super friendly, and best of the best. And now we have two rock star pediatricians at Trust Care Kids, Dr. Kathy Philippi and Dr. Megan Washington. Both have years of experience and are accepting new patients. We are here for kids from birth through college. Walk in or by appointment. Visit us at TrustCareKids.com. Helping kids feel better, faster. 
Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Grass cutting season is almost here, and Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is ready to help you with all your preseason service needs on both Xmark and Skag mowers. Harley has teamed up with Xmark and Skag to offer a 10% discount on all mower maintenance services. This includes parts, labor, pickup, and deliveries. That's valid at the end of February. Harley can also come to you with their on-site mobile service truck. Sounds like a deal. Yes, it is. If you're in the market for a new Xmark or Skag Zero Turn Mower, they're offering purchasing options of 0% interest and no money down. Hartley Equipment's annual open house will be on Friday, February 25th and Saturday the 26th and will have open house prices on all in-stock Xmark and Skag mowers, outdoor power equipment, and accessories. Call today at 601-499-0944 or come take advantage of their springtime 10% mower maintenance special. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi State Department of Health has reported 542 new cases of COVID-19, bringing the state's total number of cases up to 767,938. With the confirmation of 96 additional deaths, 11,954 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. As case numbers continue to dwindle, Dr. Dan Edney and other medical experts continue to stress the importance of the vaccine. Uh, but always remember our best tool in fighting COVID are vaccinations. The vaccinations are, are effective against Omicron. The boosters are very important against Omicron. They reduce hospitalizations and death very effectively. So if you've not had your vaccination, please get it. They are safe. They're widely available. They're free. If you've not been boosted yet and you're due, it's very important that your booster will improve your outcome should you get COVID. To find out where vaccinations are available, go to msdh.ms.gov. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Seether. Plus Bad Flower. Non-point. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Beat. 
positive and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Well, you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. Good things wants to remind you there are some great things to do in Mississippi, plenty of events and unique places to visit. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And today on Good Things, we get to find out more about Story State, which is fostering innovative storytelling. That's something we can get behind. And joining us is Josh Foreman to tell a little more. Hey, Josh. Hey, Rebecca. How are you? I am doing well. Excited about uh, this event you guys have going on at Mississippi State, and because we're all about a good story. So how did this come about? This is something that's been kind of developing for the last few years in the communication department. Um, You know, we have journalists and theater and PR and uh, all kinds of things in our department, and so we've always wanted to highlight the people who are out in the in Mississippi doing this kind of work. And so this is the second year that we've really um, put out a full program. And, um, it, you know, COVID kind of necessitated that we do it video and multimedia rather than kind of a, on a stage speaking. So um, that's what we did again this year. Well, if it worked well, you might as well try it again. One year we'll have everything back in person, and folks will hate that they have to leave the comfort of their own home, Josh, to get yeah. out and, well, and it, do things. It's actually kind of turned out to be a, a blessing in some ways because we've got um, some great musicians, and when we do it, when we film them and put the, out a presentation that way, we can play their music and we can play you know, classic Mississippi blues and this and that. So in some ways it's good. You also have some great um, people on your lineup. I see Choctaw uh, Tribal Elder, Mr. Harold mm-hmm. uh, Doc Gombe, as well as some others. So who all can we expect uh, for this event? Well, we've got nine this year, and um, last year we had about a dozen, and you can still watch the uh, ones from last year if you want to, but I'll just pull out a couple and tell you about them. Um, so I got to drive out to the Delta and interview Ann Martin, and she is probably everyone in Greenville knows Ann Martin, but um, for for me in Starkville, it was my first chance to get to know her. She is the biggest expert probably in the world on Mississippi Delta hot tamales, and I got to go and meet her at a hot tamale place. And she wrote a book about hot tamales, and she was a journalist in Greenville for about thirty years. And um, I. She can tell you everything there is to know about hot tamales. And um, it was really fun just to tour the Delta and then meet her and see them being made and just talk to her about it. There's nothing better than a hot tamale and a saltine cracker. I'll just go ahead and say that. Now, what else I, she's got to tell I put you? all kind of hot sauce on mine, <laughs> But <laughs> the most basic way is the best way to heat, I mean, to eat a hot tamale. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I know that's going to be exciting. In fact, I jotted her name down. Thanks, Josh, for that uh, good yeah. things uh, idea. But who else you have there? Because these are people who have spent their lives or careers sort of mastering the, the art of sharing their stories. So to mm-hmm. narrow it down to nine, I feel like, was that a hard job? Well, the thing is that, you know, we're we're planning on doing this year after year, so it starts to add up, and that's one reason why I think it's such a good program is because next year it'll be nine or ten new people. 
And we just constantly get to look around our state and find people who are doing great and telling their stories in a professional manner. But, uh, you know, they don't, maybe no one comes and asks them, share your secrets. How do you do, how do you tell your story? Um, I've got, I'll, I'll bring up another one who's kind of interesting. Um, there's a guy named Harry Bullock, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if not many people in Mississippi knew who he, knew who he was, but he lives in New York, but he was actually born in Mississippi, and he spent a lot of his childhood in Carroll County. And um, he got enchanted by fiddle music, and so he plays the fiddle, and he just he loves it so much that he studies it, and he figured out that Mississippi has this um, wonderful tradition of fiddle music that's a little bit forgotten, but in the uh, early 20th century, this was the most popular music that existed, and this is kind of before the blues and before country music. And so he went and found every single Mississippi fiddle tune that was ever recorded and collected them. He's written two books about fiddle music, and then he knows how to play every Mississippi fiddle tune that was ever written. And so um, in his kind of presentation, he plays a few songs, and he just talks about the history of it. And personally, I didn't know anything about Mississippi fiddle music, and I was absolutely blown away to learn all the things he tells about Mississippi fiddle music. Well, now you got me interested, Josh, which mm-hmm. I think is what you're trying to get us to do, is get interested in the storytellers that you guys will have made available. So when is this event? So the the event is tomorrow, and the way we do it, another benefit of doing it this way is we have a website, which is storystate.msstate.edu, and all you have to do to enjoy the program is go to the website. And every one of our storytellers is kind of lined up there. All you have to do is click, and the presentation starts. So uh, if you watch every one of them, it might take you about around three hours. But if you only want to watch one or two, they're all about around 15 minutes long. And you can maybe, if you're a PR person, maybe you go and watch a PR video. If you're a music person, maybe you watch Harry Bolick. Um so it's all there at that website. So you mentioned this year specifically you're trying to glean secrets from these master storytellers. So not only will the viewer get the opportunity to learn something new, obviously, about the fiddle playing or even mm-hmm. hot tamales, but are they sh- how like what can you give away a secret or two or kind of what kind of secrets will be given away if we're uh, interested in learning more about the how-to? Absolutely. So one of the you know, I do a lot of the interviews, and um, this year Victoria Bailey did a lot of the interviews. But one thing that we always ask is um, share your secret of storytelling. And you get all kinds of different answers, but I'll go to um, Gabe Smith. He he runs the theater here in Starkville. He's a director and an actor. And, um, I, you know, we asked him, how do you be a better storyteller? And he said, it's unglamorous work to be prepared. That's one of the quotes from his presentation. But he said, if you want to be a better actor, then read the script over and over and over again. Practice, practice, practice. And it will take away all of the anxiety and all of the nervousness when you're actually ready to tell the story. And it will almost be like muscle memory, and it will just come out. So that's Gabe Smith's tip for actors. Now, Lynn Oldshue, who's a print journalist um, who lives in Mobile, 
she's actually interviewed more than 1,800 people who are mostly just ordinary Southerners and just learned about their lives. But her tip is the most important person in the world is standing in front of you. So um, I know a lot of journalists have heard something similar to that. Everyone has a story, and if you will give people a chance and listen, then you'll get amazing stories from people who are just ordinary people in the community. Josh, I would say amen and amen to both of those (laughs) tidbits of information. And so that just gives us a little bit better idea of maybe what we can glean from um, the conversations that you guys are having or sharing over Mm -hmm. at Story State. I'm interested in Mississippi State's sort of connection with this. What department uh, Josh decided that this would be, you know, a, a project worth pursuing because I, I love it. I think it's very creative and helpful. Yes, this is the communication department, and we are the department who trains the writers, the print journalists, the broadcast journalists, the uh, theater department, the theater concentrations in our department, PR, and we have communication studies. And so when we, you know, it's kind of, when you think about a writer, like Anna Wolf is someone who we had last year, and she's a great um, investigative reporter who's, who's had a lot of accolades. You know, obviously, she's a storyteller in a very straightforward way. So it's natural for us to go and ask Anna, how do you become a better writer? Um, but then you also have people like um, Gabe Smith, who's in theater completely different medium so when we were when we were thinking about a story focused event and we started thinking you know we could bring in all different kinds of people who are working very different mediums um, and it could all fit inside our department um, to me i just love the idea and that's why i kind of volunteered to organize it but um I just think it's really fulfilling to find all these people and share them and collect them and share them with um, students and just people in Mississippi in general. I'd say another amen to that as well, Josh. I feel like, oh, I'm going to be looking over there at storystate.ms. I think .edu is what you said, and probably gleaning a lot of those uh, good things for us here because our Mississippi storytellers matter. And they oh, do, absolutely. And they do come in all shapes, sizes, and you know different genres of work. So good work to you guys. Okay, where do we go tomorrow? What time does it kick off? 8 a.m. It's all going to be live. We've got it all ready to go. And all you have to do is go to that website, storystate.msstate.edu. Um, you can see who won our storytelling contest this year. We invite students from all over the state to submit their stories, and then we get judges. And uh, so, Pretty cool. Yeah. All righty. Well, I appreciate your time. Look forward to having you back for next year's lineup as well, Josh. All right. Thank you, Rebecca. All right. You stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. To a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. 
The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. What makes Canon Nissan a great dealership? That's easy. Great products, great sales team, and great service. With the largest parts department in the state. This is Dave Logan. Canon Nissan's service department is open six days a week. No appointment is needed. We have two master techs, and we'll do oil changes on most makes and models. Right now, buy three tires and get the fourth one for a dollar. Plus the friendly professional service you've come to expect from Canon Nissan of Jackson. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close in your cotton exchange, May cotton was up 101 to 121.30. July cotton was up 99 to 118.41. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up 36 cents to 16.71 per bushel. July soybeans were up 29 and 3 quarters to 16.60 per bushel. May corn was up 8 and 3 quarters to 6.81 and a quarter per bushel. July corn was up 9 and a quarter to 6.74 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down 127 to 144.75. June live cattle was down 77 to 141.12. April feeders down 85 to 168.27. May feeders down 85 to 173.67. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 353 points, 33,243. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down Live. Three Doors Down with Seether. Plus Bad Flower. Non-point. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And if you own or run a small business, we want your customers to be able to find you online. We've got the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital to help you reach potential customers, get more referrals, and repeat business. All good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. If that all sounds snazzy, then call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com. We've had a good time here today on Good Things, lots of good stories. So going back to Miss Jennifer's story, if you missed it, you can catch it on podcast form, wherever you listen to podcasts, or Rhino will do good and have, do good, he'll do good, and he'll have it up on the YouTubes coming up in a little bit. You can just search for Super Talk um, there. But we had some commentary over on the ceasefire text line. Larry and Jackson, if you see me running, you should run too because something is chasing me. I feel like, Rhino, you may fall kind of in that camp when it comes to, to running. I know you had, did complete a 5K. I got a medal. You got a medal? I medaled. I didn't and just get a medal. Yes. I would say that was four years ago five if not longer if not well and been not been five yet so had to be four <laughs> four years ago uh so it can be done that sense of accomplishment jason said back when he could run he really enjoyed using the wildlife management areas pretty good uh backdrop gravel roads through the woods and tishomingo Alcorn, and prentice um, counties you know mississippi's got some great uh, areas for for running there's a lot of running communities all within our smaller communities throughout the state and jennifer was right it really does feel a lot of times like they are they are family but i did find out i was correct halfway it is the big butts race and it's presented by mutts which is uh mississippi ultra and trail society it is in central mississippi on the choctaw trails not far from where you did college mississippi college uh there in central mississippi but yeah i got the hundred right but it's a hundred k not a hundred miles per rhino told us and 50k a 50k not a 50 miler which i think is 30 something miles and then the 100k 61 or I can't remember. a lot it's still a lot uh and so that's coming up in july if you want to get your running shoes on i identify more with the tortoise than the hare i'll get to the end of it but if it's uh if it's a race race yeah i'm probably not going to get there anywhere near first well i was inspired by jennifer's story i have said it several times so i might as well declare it here i doesn't just because i declare it doesn't mean that it'll i'll accomplish it i've always wanted to do a full iron man for my 40th so i will be 39 this year so the next year what that's 2024 i will turn uh 40 and my birthday's in November, so there's actually an Ironman in uh, Pensacola on my birthday weekend at the beginning of November. And the swim is flat, the run is flat, the bike is flat, <laughs> and the weather's great. And so I'm looking for the easiest recipe possible. Uh, but I'm terrified to for the bike. I've ran several half marathons. I was a swimmer um, in school, so those don't bother me. But I am terrified of clipping my feet into something that has gravel or asphalt under it and a bunch of people around me. And so I got talking about that fear, you know, I got to get past that fear. And mine would be totally to finish. It would not be breaking any records. I just, I'm, it's so 
silly, but I want the 140-mile sticker for my 40th birthday. Well, have you seen... I've seen it on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, and I think I've even seen it on Twitter, where you sign up for these various medals that they all they're all about the bling they want to send you the medal Mm -hmm. but you sign up for different events and you log your your miles that you've done over a certain period of time so it's not like a race you're not going to an event to run 50k at the event but you have these medals you can get for 50k and other things that are kind of crazy long distances like you can run the length of hadrian's wall in england or the Great Wall of China. You can you can run that length and get a medal for it. You just break it up over time and record it. You you pay the fee to, to join in on it, mm-hmm. and they send you the medal when you're done. Which which one would you choose? Oh, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of them, and some of them are like there's one I believe is you would go the distance of the old Route 66, and I think that was the one that kind of caught my eye the most with the medal. But yeah, I'll have to find the name of it and let you know. But that was one that. I figured you might have heard of. In a different world and climate, I would totally add there is a marathon or something on the Great Wall. You run the Great Wall of China. You like you run on top of it, like you know where you visit. There's like a or there used to be. Now I don't know about those steps. That wouldn't be too much fun. Well, be one heck of a. Those things go straight up. (laughs) You have big butts and cannot lie. By the time you're. You're done with that. But we're done with Good Things. We appreciate you um, chiming in. The conversation never ends over on the Good Things Facebook group. But you got more coming up next with the boys from Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the Good Things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.